I actually timed this. We're perfectly. live. Hello, world. <laughs> it, Everybody uh, on the fucking faces. It went. Uh, it went live on Facebook pretty quick. I'm happy about this. I'm very happy about this. Yeah, I bet yeah. there's a lot of a um, technological kinks you're still uh, adapting to, right? You mean like adjusting my mic and my shirt without it sounding like ridiculous, like a big fuzzy mess? Oh, maybe. I, I meant more in yeah. the sense of like, hey, is all of, you know, because we're connected from one oh, device, it, is it going to go to the next device? And yeah. It, it is definitely a learning progress and uh, a learning curve, if you will. I might end up switching to my other mic here during this, but you know what? It's okay. I can. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to be throwing this one in there uh, every now and then because uh, it's pretty cool. <laughs> You'll hear that. And I'm, uh, the plan is to annoy people with it so much that you always just hear that, you know, when it comes to CBD, and it's like, green syrup .ca. <laughs> you're like, yeah, you know, just go green syrup .ca. You're good. The site, the site will be up, um, hopefully this weekend. Um, but either way, we've got it in. If you need CBD, come see me. Definitely. Um, so I'm gonna send you one more thing here too. Sweet, do that. Um, I'm gonna be scrolling around through my other um, screens here, so I won't necessarily see you. What email are you sending that to? Uh, the Synergy Science one. Okay, perfect. Because I have like 800 different fucking emails now. <laughs> I feel uh, bad. Uh, no, 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 it's all good. Okay, here we go. Recreation therapy, therapist brochure and brochure That's health kind of promotion series. So the health promotion series one is the, uh, the one with all the breathing info on it. And then Perfect. the rec therapy one is just kind of a background about, you know, kind of my background, right? And kind of where my perspective of things kind of comes from. Okay, that's awesome. I'm glad that you did this, um, sent me that because that's going to be my first part of this. Nice. Anthony, introduce yourself. Who are you? Uh, what do you do? Who am I? Well, that's always one of the big questions, right? I think we're on probably the topic of today. I know, I realize. <laughs> but in the- uh, realize that I asked. Yeah, yeah. In a one, in a, I like what Jeff was saying there about all of his different self. I was like, ah, oh, Freud would be so happy yeah. for Jung. Sorry, Carl Jung would be so happy with <laughs> all the different self. But no, I'm uh, in this form. I'm Anthony. Uh, I've, uh, <laughs> yeah, Shane, I think we've known each other as counting this morning about almost 10 years now. Because I think I met yep. when I was about 22 and I'm turning 30 this year. So I have a feel, I, I feel like it's longer than that. Really? Because, yeah, I, 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 it has to be. Because I would have met you before I was married the first time. And that was 2011. Um, Holy. That yeah, long. So, yeah, no, it's been, it's definitely longer than 10 years, my friend. Um, Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> yes, sir. Time flies when you're going through many different lives. Um, 
it's crazy to me actually that you know thinking about how how different I am how different things are since we've met um in in I would say a very good way um you know I I'm I'm consistently working on on personal character development um and and many many different ways um you know uh, just from watching my posts and and stuff that I've become uh quite a bit more spiritual if if you will um you know I I I've been through and continue to go through the the awakening process, if you will, um, you know, awakening to our purpose here, um, and, and at least what my purpose awakening, is. Not woke, man. No, fuck, fuck the woke community. I fucking hate that shit, man. See, I, I don't know. I don't know if anybody on your side that's going to be watching this that's like afraid of swear words, but I sprinkle fuck in my sentences like parsley on a dinner plate for. Uh, so yeah, no, I, I, the, the woke community, uh, let, let's, let's make one thing clear. Woke doesn't mm. mean you're still awake. That could imply that you were maybe once awake for a half a second, then you went back to sleep. Um, so let's just put that. Uh, yeah, I think that's a good distinction out there. And also I find a lot of people that, that call themselves woke, uh, get their opinions and their thoughts from other people, which is, does not make you woke. Um, Good. Yeah. but when I mean awakening, I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying awakening to what is going on around us, uh, and, and how things are and have been controlled and stuff. Cause that's, you know, that's where you get your tinfoil hat out and, you know, you join your friend Bobby Buchan and he, as he goes down the rabbit hole with many different conspiracy theories. And Love I it. see uh, yeah, the quotation marks on that because a lot of those theories are just becoming true nowadays. But anyways, that's a conversation for another time. <laughs> um, yeah. What I mean by awakening is awakening to your purpose in this life, your purpose on this planet. That's what I mean by awakening. I, and I do, you know, having almost died in an ATV accident. Um, and, and I'm not saying, oh, you know, I, like I almost died. I almost fucking died because I got traumatic brain injury and almost broke my C1, C2 vertebrae, which would have left me a quadriplegic breathing through a tube. So yeah, no, I did almost die. But I also do recognize the, that, I, and I mean, I, I believe that I'm still here for a reason. I have a purpose. That purpose is to help people heal. Uh, and, and by way of educating them, that's why I've been so adamant about hydrogen. Um, and that's why I'm so, so passionate about my FDA and Health Canada approved SIM devices and massage guns and stuff like that. Yeah. And now CBD. Yeah. And dude, that's such a, you know, it's a good transition, I think. And I think it's what resonates between the both of us. And I know we've kind of chatted about this, maybe not as directly as we are here now, but I think the thing that's always appealed, uh, uh, one of the many things that's appealed to me about you, Shane, and the work that you're doing is that it's totally aligned with one of the major categories uh, that I kind of help apply in the practice as a therapist. Um, I have to make the distinction. I'm not officially certified yet, so I can't call myself therapist, but that will be happening this year. And so I mm -hmm. kind of look at this as a precursor to start that conversation about, you know, because when people hear therapeutic recreation, they go, oh, well, what does that mean? You just get to play? 
And it's like, well, yeah, totally. But within that essence of play, there's so much going on. So to tie it to what you were just saying there about your health promotion, it's kind of what we're doing in rec therapy is we're looking at, we call them the specs. So there's, you know, and we'll talk about this more in character development as we go through, but generally there's about five different areas of people's life that we can focus. You know, we've got to have a framework of work here, right? So in rec therapy, yeah. we narrow it down to five major components of life. We call them the specs. So it's your social, physical, emotional, cognitive, and spiritual elements of life. That's what makes up the general schematics of a human being. So what really appeals to me about the work that you're doing, as you dive into the physical, now the social and cognitive, you're also diving into the spiritual. So you're really starting to promote all of life's domains, which I do right on, you know, and it's again, yeah. one of the things That's that awesome. your, your humor aside, it's one of the things that, you know, I watch you out there working and the things that you're doing, it's like, dude, we, we need more of this. Absolutely. Right. Looking at all of those domains, what can we do to help people face the metaphorical dragon of chaos in those domains so they can lead a better, fuller life? You know what I mean? Yep, absolutely. I appreciate that, man. That's a, that's a great compliment, especially coming from you. Um, and, you know, it's while we've known each other for quite a long time, um, we haven't seen each other in, uh, you know, we, we've, we haven't seen each other in, and seeing you uh, and, and being in this experience. I mean, the, uh, in our future episodes, we'll have you in the office and everything. And then we can really share the energy and can feel the energy that gets built in the cave of consciousness, which is what I call I like my little hole in the wall office. Well, you know, it was the Zen Den, but that's already taken. Uh, and my, uh, my business partner, Jihad, and I's overall partner umbrella company is called Conscious Distribution. Um, we make cool. a, a conscious effort to make a positive impact in the world. Um, this came about after we had a run-in uh, with a, someone who made a decision that only a very unconscious motherfucker could make. So uh, from that, conscious distribution came, came about. Uh, and so in the cave of consciousness, when people come in here, I, I, I get, I, I take a great pride in that when people come in here, they, they feel the energy, we lift that energy up, we get that vibration as high as possible, because we are all vibrational beings, everything in the in life is frequency yeah. uh, and I, and I actually mean everything that this mouse is, is it's, it's plastic, right? Mm -hmm. But what holds that plastic together? Yes. Energy. Yes. yes. And it's the same with, you know, in the physical aspect of understanding, you know, the function of human beings, especially with language, talk about a vibrational frequency. That's literally all this is. You're making all of these, mm -hmm sounds essentially these vibrations and we just happen as humans have the yep. mechanisms to interpret those vibrations but when you break it down that's all it is right so you know and it's cool yep. that we're seeing I, that I, you know, so and, many elements. 
Yeah, in my in my you know uh, weaving through this craziness and digging through <laughs> uh, the the rabbit holes and stuff, yeah. um, you know it, the the human language or the English language, um, and I would I would guess that all languages would follow along this are used very much to control uh and, and you if you it's it's in plain sight with a lot of words uh, a common one that we know every day is breakfast you're breaking the fast you're breaking yeah. your fast no no that was, that's a very simple and easy one but i started really looking into this around christmas because I, around christmas that's when we had the conjunction of saturn and jupiter and you could see the the star of bethlehem oh, cool. and what, what, what looked like it yeah very very cool what sucked is it was cloudy down here the entire fucking time so yeah. i just had to rely on pictures from the interweb um but during that time i realized that okay the the winter solstice happens every year december 21st to 24th um the sun our energy source goes dormant for those three days and it's a very good opportunity uh for you to upgrade your energies and and reflect and 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 you know fi find out what's going right what's going wrong and and fix some things right um and, and so you know in the the idea that we are controlled you you know you look at everything so the 21st of 24th of December are like the busiest fucking years or busiest fucking days of the entire year right they have us so so worried and stressed about running around getting content to give away as presents when really we should just be content was being present and and i never i'm with you i as much as i do enjoy christmas i think and maybe this comes with you know i know we're still like young people here but like the older that i'm getting the more that i'm noticing the value in things right mm -hmm. and those connections that you were saying right how for some reason around christmas time you know i'm looking at it from a bit of um an animal uh animal perspective because that's what we are as human that's beings, all we are right? and you know every animal has their hibernation period especially around winter why is it that humans ramp it up especially at the end of the year right so it's mm -hmm. i'm with you i've no, always no, I've, uh, that's a good point that's a very very good point i mean we create these more are chaos around like, us uh, that we should be you know recalming yeah it's it's funny because technology brings that a lot because we see what other people are doing what other people have and our our dysfunctional ego wants to then have what they have because they're all of a sudden better than you or something because yeah. you don't have that and, and so that uh, technology has been is interesting in that way um however i i do believe that the very thing that's been used to control us and, and and enslave us will be the thing that that frees us because it allow oh, technology <laughs> allows this yeah, yeah. right you know yeah. I, you know and, and being being a very very proud conspiracy theorist or as i like to call it a free thinker um <laughs> you know I, I look back and i don't know people that have been down this for years and decades like one of my first good podcasts was with a guy andre popa he 
Uh, as his family escaped communist Romania 42 years ago. I think I remember a session with him. Or yeah, it was, a, it was just before the election um, in the U.S. So not, not like the election up here in Canada even fucking mattered, the provincial one that was garbage, but the, that's another... <laughs> That's another time. <laughs> yeah. Um, we'll see what um, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll try to stick away from ruffling feathers here. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, he, like, I, I, I talk like, oh, it's good. It's, it's yeah. good. It's actually necessary at this point, but we'll that's not the up. purpose of this particular episode. We will get to that at another time. I, you yeah. know, it's, it's still early. In the, it's still early in the episode too. Who knows? Oh, yeah, um, where, where it goes. Yeah. But Andre, uh, you know, he's been at this for 42 years. Uh, you know, because when they escaped when he was nine years old, it was kind of, you know, like they knew that the CIA was the reason that Romania was all like was so fucking he was just awake to uh, not not woke. <laughs> he was just aware of all of that that was going on, you know. Um, and so I think about people like that, that, you know, have been down this for that long, or, or think of um, someone that questioned JFK's death in the 60s. Okay, if you were a conspiracy theorist back then, what did you do? Like, if you wanted to talk to someone, uh, talk to someone about you know what you thought and 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 what you felt about those, those situations, would you call them? Uh, like the with one line, did did you write actual letters? We didn't have email. We didn't have you know conference rooms and stuff like that. That didn't even start until like mid nineties. Mm -hmm. so up until then yeah you're just a fucking wacko tinfoil hat wearing conspiracy theorist and 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 what ends up happening on, on the awakening of that side of things it's becoming the quickening because you know that, that up is down left is right right now we live in fucking bizarro world it's absolutely insane what is going on right now but it's also very sane it, it makes a lot of sense if you got if you've gone down the roads and and gone outside of what they, the box that they want to keep you in. Um, are you familiar with the? But, uh, I was just, are you familiar with the, uh, the 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 concept of constructivism? Uh, not to my knowledge. Go on. So, the constructivist perspective, and this is kind of you know because again, as a therapist, like a lot of what you know, and I, you know, as a side note, before we go deep here, it's really interesting to have had thoughts like this and then go to school and go, hey, I've been thinking about this like this for so many years, like pretty much most of my life. And now here's all of these, you know, you can call them the godfathers of philosophy, which guides our practice in therapy. It's like, wow, this stuff actually, it's, it's a thing, right? Mm -hmm. So one of the, the folks, his name is uh, Piaget. It's a very, this is a Piagetian concept in constructivism. Now, most people who might've studied psychology or, or gone, you know, social work, any of that kind of stuff. Piaget is typically associated with development, you know, and especially in child development. He was an avid studier of children and how children mm -hmm. develop 
their uh, constructivist worldviews. Now in rec therapy, because we're all about play, Piaget is for us like one of the guiding guys to look at, right? Because most times than not, I mm -hmm. see, and Plato actually said this, you learn more about a man through an hour of play than you can in a lifetime, right? And it's so true. Mm -hmm. When you watch people, how they mm -hmm. interact with, they play with one another, especially kids. Yes, they're playing. Yes, they're having an enjoyment, but there's so much construction happening to develop. And, you know, mm -hmm. I don't want to go too deep and, and, and you know, explore all no, of the I, different that's... domains, but that's basically what happens. So in social construction, it's a pretty Piaget perspective. So it's our implicit and explicit biases thoughts and opinions are shaped by our constructivist worldview and how we interpret that world around us. So when I think that we have, you know, this expansion of opportunity to share different ideas, especially with tech, whereas before, like you were saying, you were kind of stuck in your own little world, right? Mm -hmm. Whether we're able to, I think the platform like okay. yours and with a good facilitator like you, you're able to have those different perspectives. Right. And I know we've talked about that before, but there's nothing wrong with having different perspectives. In fact, it's a good thing to have different perspectives and open, honest conversations yep. because that's how thoughts formulate. That's how we construct. There's that constructivism, our sense of self yeah. and how we interpret the world and how we act within the world. Right. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that goes towards, um, I believe I mentioned it with Jeff the other day, uh, yes. yesterday. Um, I speak to a couple of things Yeah, I, I think it was you that said, because I, I, I took this from um, A New Earth by Eckhart Tolle, phenomenal book. Nice. Um, yeah, and he talks about um, absolute reality versus perspective reality. And that's essentially what you're talking about with constructivism, constructivism is, yeah. uh, you know, learning your reality and under whilst understanding other people's reality. Um, and, and absolute reality is that, you know, it, it says that, you know, or, or sorry, perspective reality says that, you know, from where we are with our limited perspective, the sun rises and sets every day. Whereas absolute reality says that the sun is a star and it never, never stops shining. Fantastic and example. Yeah, it, it's the best example that I that I've come across. I've, been, I've a, you can apply it to many different situations, yeah. um, and it's helped me a lot during my navigation through this because you know you get again we live in our three D world that we live in. It's it's there's a few constructs that really make the whole thing. It's time and our egos. Um, and, and again, I believe that we live in a very dysfunctionally egoic world and, and, and it's taken me a long time to just realize that little alone, do something about it. Uh, and the good news is you can start anytime you want, you know, yeah. uh, you, you, you can become conscious. You can wake up to things anytime you want. It's all good. Yeah. And also no, you can, like I said, you can go right back to sleep. You know, uh, yes. you know, there's a lot of there's there are a lot of people that get into the spiritual or light work and stuff like that. And they talk about going from 3D to 5D, but then don't really understand what the fuck that even means. <laughs> um, 
you know, or they talk about spiritual stuff and, and, oh, you know, positive this and positive that. And so, listen, to be a light worker, you need to go through darkness. You need to do the shadow work yourself. Yes. Uh, and it's gonna mention so that. incredibly important. Well, that's, that's why my awakening process has been the way it has been. You know, I, I, if you really look at it, the awakening process starts when you're born. Uh, you're just in a consistent battle uh, of of trying to be put to sleep um and and so but i mean really i could i could pin it down on a number of different things even right back to my atv accident but um it really happened you know it's it excelled when my dad passed last year because it helped it's just traumatic experiences will do that they will trigger uh, trigger the awakening process. We know whether it's a, a, the divorce could very well be, uh, is not very well. It is a big process. The thing is, is every single thing, every second in 3D world that has gone by has been part of the awakening process because, you know, the, like, it's like they say, that, you know, the future is a mystery and, and yesterday is history. So that's why today, today is a gift and that's why they call it the present. Right. Um, I like that. You know, it's, yeah. It, yeah, yeah, it's decent. <laughs> uh, actually, I got that one from, from the Syntuition app that I talk about a lot. Um, but it's part of my morning routine uh, when I get into the uh, cave of consciousness. Uh, I come in and get myself set up and I, and I meditate for 25 minutes to get my day started properly. And I use Syntuition um, as an app. Highly recommend doing the one-week trial for free just to try it out. Get a good pair of headphones like this uh, that will create. It, it creates. A, it's called 3D sound. It's amazing. But hopping back into the 3D to 5D, um, I will give my opinion of what of it, and I want to hear what your thoughts on that because we've never really had that conversation. So it'd be good to hear your your perspective reality on 3D to 5D. Um, yeah. My the way I the way I look at it, the way I explain 3D to 5D is it is a state of mind. Uh, I also don't believe that the Earth is flat or a globe. I believe it is a spiritual realm. I do believe that we are the creators of of our own reality, uh, and I believe that world peace, if ever achieved, will come from within because we need to work on our own perspective realities create the peace there and then as a collective reality we achieve the peace what 3d to 5d is is you go from thinking from your dysfunctional egoic state to thinking from your heart because when you go from thinking up here to thinking from here judgment goes away uh hate goes away compassion comes back understanding and acceptance comes back war would end just like that uh people would stop giving a fuck about what their neighbor is posting on instagram and uh and you know we would would all of a sudden become conscious we'd become present and we become aware of the energy that we not only put out but we let in yeah your thoughts just so i'm clear that's what you described that's that transcendence between three-dimensional and five-dimensional correct where you're not thinking my view of it yet i gotcha yeah i like that i think that has a lot to do 
with basically what I think we've been talking about in the development of self, right? Having those glimpses of transition, or you can think of them metaphorically, because I, I, I like to talk in metaphor and, and sometimes tell a story. I think telling a story is a great opportunity mm-hmm. to hang facts on, right? And I think that we see that. What do you think the Bible is? Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. Now, I want to speak, this is a good transition into that, that consciousness cave. That resonates deep. And I actually just finished the session about an hour ago with a, a community of practice, we're called. Um, it's a bunch of practitioners from across the, the, the province and all of our different areas coming together cool. and going, hey, how do we better enhance from a trauma-informed lens uh, our, our, our clients' lives, right? Um, so we were talking about storytelling. And I shared at the end of my, uh, my little bit, because we I was co-facilitating today, I shared the scene of, and I'm a bit of a geek here, but it's one of, you know, the most fantastic things and something that, again, the more that I learn about all of these different philosophical uh, perspectives, the puzzle pieces, so to speak, I would argue that that's the transcendence into that five dimensional realm. So Star Wars, I'm referencing. Mm -hmm. Been a Star Wars fan ever since I was four or five years old. However, I'm not honestly, a huge Star Wars fan myself. No, I might so convert I can't you here. Really Check play to that? Yeah, good, good, good. And you know what? <laughs> do it. And, I, and I'm gonna follow it up with why. Because do you know who David Wilcock is? Uh, I that the name sounds familiar. He's. Okay. I can't you, see. You sure, I, don't let me don't let me derail you. I'll no, get back okay. to this. Yeah, yeah. Um. The reason that that excites me when you talk about the cave of consciousness is I can't help, and the Star Wars fans who might be listening out there might get this right away and know what I'm talking about, but in The Empire Strikes Back, there's a scene uh, where Luke is training with Yoda, and Yoda mm-hmm. sends him into this cave, and it, when you look at the lore of Star Wars, it is essentially, it's a they describe it a bit differently, but it is the cave of consciousness on Dagobah. And that's literally what Luke does. Is he steps into the cave and he's confronted with this vision of Vader, right? And there's this mini mm-hmm. lightsaber, there's this mini lightsaber duel that happens. And ironically enough, just like when we're, you know, and we see this in a lot of different mythological stories, right? To slay the dragon of mm-hmm. chaos means to remove its head, right? Medusa, that's another example. Mm-hmm. To cut off her main yeah. head means that you've cut off all the others. So you're, 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 a, you're confronting the chaos and you're defeating the chaos. Well, it just so happens that when Luke mm-hmm. ends up removing Vader's head, the helmet explodes and it's a vision of himself. He's looking at himself through mm-hmm. you know, Vader's eyes, but it's his own eyes as well. And he has this realization that said, hey, you know, so as you talk about the cave of consciousness, I can't help but be drawn to that particular scene on so many dimensions. Being conscious that we have an evil, an inherent evil within us, or a monster within us that you can defeat. But if you don't recognize it first, you can't really defeat it. And I think that's part of the process of going into five dimensions. Sorry, buddy. I love the freeze frame that's on right now. No, this is awesome. I'm glad that you said that because and and went through that. Sorry, my internet connected. Uh, so you had this look, and I was like, 
Number Robotic. one. You actually kind of sound like RBS. Come on. There we go. Yeah, you, you're sounding like R2-D2 there. Um, or maybe a little <laughs> bit of C-3PO. <laughs> Irony. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it's funny because it, it sounds a lot like um, the you're describing the meme, uh, the Scooby-Doo meme. And it's just like, oh, let's see. Let's remove the mask of, of what's been causing the problems all my life. And it's a picture of yourself. It's like, yeah. Yes. Um, Another good example. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's you know, harder. I'm not saying that everybody, you know, just face the dragon and you'll be fine. I need to be really clear that that is way easier said than done and <laughs> neurobiologically you know and we see this in there's this adaptive gain function it's called plasticity and it's typically you know i'm not sure if you're familiar with it shane i know you like brain science and science in general so are you familiar with plasticity at all what's that sorry you're glitching again man. that's all good are you familiar with the concept of uh plasticity neuroplasticity Neuroplasticity, I've heard that uh, many times, and, yeah. uh, but please define it for me or yeah. uh, anyone listening. Yeah, Br broadly defined, it's, it's, the, it's the, the neurobiological process by which we develop new synapses and center points in our brain, particularly when associated with a gain function. So we see this in therapy a lot. You know, we're helping people you know, assessing, okay, what's going on for you? What are the barriers that you're experiencing? How can we develop therapeutic interventions around skills and mastery? So that way you can walk through the world with a better sense of self. All of that, while we're doing that, is readapting the brain. And that's what plasticity is. Mm. I wanted to- You're, you're molding it, you're, you're uh, yeah. what's his face from Ghost? molding the thing patrick swayze there, there you go, go. Thanks. Yeah. yeah yes yeah. exactly now okay. again it's it's easier said than done because mm -hmm. while plasticity i'm gonna i'm gonna go a little deep and and it and it's a rough reality right however there's a caveat of positivity okay. or optimism to it i should say i'm not yep. i like positive for a, for a to a degree but i think we need to look at things optimistically because i think uh, optim yeah. as a side note optimism breeds room for reality I like that. Um, yeah, I like that. that's a Simon Sinek quote. Right? Uh, I love Simon Sinek. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Um, so neurobiologically, trauma, any kind, physical, sexual, emotional, cognitive, significantly delays the plasticity effects of our telomeres in our genetics and our brain. However, when we tell our story, and again, this is one of the awesome things that I see you doing in this podcast series is giving people an opportunity to share their story, share parts of themselves. And hopefully those people are learning things about themselves. That's the positive caveat to the delay from trauma that can severely affect the development of plasticity. But when you get to share and you start to work through that process, you're actually reversing the damage that's already been done. Hmm. So that's pretty cool that, hey, you can go through a traumatic experience and that, and stress particularly, that tax on, I think like for every like chronic stress experience, I think it's something like six years, you lose six years worth of your telomere life, which is our mm. genetic clock that's kind of attached to our, uh, 
our our genes and our body. You might you, you might hate me saying this, but I'm picturing the music video of Photograph by Nickelback, and I think oh. it's uh, <laughs> not with that one. It's the, everybody walking around has this clock that's that's obviously going down as yep. as you uh, as the video goes on. And sorry. Yep. I apologize for bringing nickel back into this. <laughs> no, no worries. But no, that's that's totally it. The difference is, is that when you work through that process and you face that metaphorical dragon of chaos, you're reversing the damaging effect. So you're reversing the clock, right? So all I like that. So you're yeah, you're turning back the time on on the clock. So what what you're saying is so the negative being that you know that you can take years off of your life just like that with with a trauma that can happen externally or internally. Yes. But what you're also saying is those years can be added back on yeah. with the right treatment and whatnot. Okay, so this is actually a very good transition into uh, because I want to know what your thoughts are on plant-based medicine with your field of work because sure. right now psilocybin is becoming very popular um, and, and because science is doing its thing showing how much it works for PTSD uh, depression, anxiety, uh, you know, any, anything cognitive, really, neurological-wise, um, psilocybin is, especially if done prop microdosing properly, can, is showing a ton of benefits. And the beautiful thing is, is it's plant-based. It was, was put on this planet just like we were um, for a reason, just like we were. Um, and it's funny you're talking about you know like the the chopping off the head and then when i talk about the meme from scooby-doo and stuff like that and it makes me think of psilocybin and for those of you are who are unaware what of what psilocybin is it is a psychoactive uh ingredient to magic mushrooms that makes you trip and um you know just like with other plant-based medicine like cbd and THC, uh, we, I'd like to see us reach a point where we, we like it is, and that is a medicine. Um, and, and so that we'll end that stigma of it. But what, it, you know, it's because up until science started figuring out how good it was for for people, people would look at it like you know, it was a, it was treated like a drug, but you know, you'd party, you know, it would be fun. You know, you'd, you'd trip out and you'd have an outer body experience. No, <laughs> no. What you have with mushrooms is an inner body experience. If you have a bad trip with mushrooms, it's just your body. It's just you seeing <laughs> seeing what's under Vader's helmet and seeing that it's you and not Love enjoying it. it. You just don't like it. It, it forces you we to, yeah. no, of course. No, mm -hmm. it, for, it forces you to deal with your shit. And that's yes. why, you know, like I, I, I think I, I relate my whole life to memes and gifts now, thanks to technology. Um, but, you know, there's that, there's that, that meme of the person putting a, a stick 
in their their bike's front wheel uh-huh. and then going and tripping over themselves it's like they're like oh i'm gonna do mushrooms and then the, they put the stick and there's like all these past traumas and, yeah, and stuff that you haven't dealt with come up suddenly. and then the, the bad one's like having an accident i had a bad trip it's like yeah. <laughs> no well, you didn't what's you just got some shit to deal with exactly yeah 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 yeah, lifting the veil, and and, and again to to circle back to to uh, what we're talking about, like that's that's what is happening right now. The yeah. veil is being lifted on what ha- is and has been controlling us for our whole lives. And again, that's fucked up for a lot of people. You know, it's really messed up. The longer you've been alive and and been a part of the system, the the harder it is. It's it's goes watch- your whole construct, your your implicit and explicit bias, and what's you know you've developed, but develop with association with the system you know you're per, not you're, that system but you know the systems that we have in yeah, your system basically your own system exactly you know your 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 perspective reality is being shattered right now and that's that it, it's it's a crazy and i know when i say your i don't mean you i mean yeah, you know I'm, we <laughs> i i it's a, well, it's a good opportunity for me to say that because in the situation that we're in, a lot of people will, will instead of instead of you know taking responsibility, we put the blame on others. Oh, it's the media's fault. It's the government's fault. It's this person's fault. Listen, until you're ready to accept that you let them do this, we ain't going to be moving on. Yeah, right? that is a big part to it. Is 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 accountability responsibility yeah. you know and, and and just you know for accept accept forgive and move on you know it's we you can't get mad at other people or yourself for doing something where you lacked consciousness yeah you just learn from it gain consciousness keep consciousness and move on otherwise you'll continue to have the same fucking lessons taught to you over and over yeah. And I think a lot of that stems like from the life fact is that going, Hey, come on now. Right. Yeah. Well, I, I read, I read something that life will continue to challenge you in different ways for the same reason until you learn your lesson. And I'm like, Holy shit. That's so true. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's what life to me is all about. It's to, it's a lesson. You know, a friend of mine was saying, we were talking about the difference between heaven and hell and we'll get back to, um, something else I want to talk about after, but I'm like, what if we already live in hell? You know, what, what, what if we're in a fucking groundhog day simulation and we go through the same fucking thing and until you, you know, learn your lesson or, you know, that until you figure it out that it just happens over and over again, you know, maybe, maybe it's like school, you know, where, you, you know, we, we are, we either learn the lesson, graduate, or we go and do summer school or we, you know, we, we repeat our grade. I, I think, you know, and, and the, the path that I was on before my ATV accident, I, I would have been fucking repeating the grade, no problem. But, you know, knocking my, knocking my brain and fucking my life up, you know, from my own perspective, reality during that time was just me doing summer school. It's like, oh, okay, I learned this lesson in my life, or I learned this lesson at the end of last lifetime, and I'm supposed to learn it this time. So here, give you a little wake-up call. I, um, I love that whole that whole idea that you're talking about, about going through those motions and having that recognition. And it's another conceptual framework, but it's a, it's a competency thing, 
right? And I don't mean competent is you need to have a sense of competency to do these things. What I mean by the competencies in, let's say, storytelling, for example, um, and storytelling again could take place on many different platforms. Mm-hmm. I say storytelling because usually when you tell a story, you're starting from a beginning point, you have a midsection, a climax, and then the end of it, at least with a good story, there's a lesson at the end of it, right? Mm-hmm. So the competencies in storytelling are broadening and surrounding and capturing and challenging. Those are the four competencies I think of storytelling, but storytelling as growth in general. So you're mm-hmm. capturing the awareness of things around you. You're broadening that awareness by expanding your surroundings and you're facing those challenges as you keep moving forward. And again, you don't have to be proficient in all four of those. And most people, I would agree, myself included, are not proficient in all four of those. But be kind to yourself and at least start with one and build from there. And it's that concept, again, of, you know, if you want to change the world, clean up your bloody room first or clean up your house first and then (laughs) start to go and face the net. Work from the, work from the inside out. And I, I, you know, especially when we talk about religion and I brought the Bible up and stuff like that, I think that's where a lot of people go wrong when it comes to spirituality. And just to be clear, just because you're religious doesn't mean you're spiritual, just because you're spiritual doesn't mean that you're religious. Um, And I don't, I, and I don't have anything against religion. Religion has helped a lot of people, and it's and it's put them in their way. But the problem is, is, is if we're looking to solve the problems externally, we're done, right out the gate. There's no point. Yeah. It, it's internally. You know, I, I, my my uh, friend of mine that I want to introduce you to eventually. Um, we do we do a we do do a weekly podcast um and he um got a lot of podcast things going buddy that's all yeah bro i it's i'm telling (laughs) you it's it's what i was made to do when i was if i was a kid and you asked me what i was going to do when i grow when i grew up and if if i said that i was going to be a podcaster you probably throw me in the loony bin because podcasting didn't what is that (laughs) (laughs) probably should have just thrown me in the loony bin anyways but you didn't so i could uh, be here and do podcasts no i love it it's it's awesome because i do you know we are in very unprecedented times um this podcast started out with uh as why but i realized uh, and this was before i read the the book and everything i realized that my truth is different than your truth which is different from everybody else's truth and so it became brunch with bobby because one who doesn't like br- brunch and, and bobby Boucher, and you know and, this uh, is a very late brunch. yeah I, said, hey, I don't care it's brunch food is good food at any time <laughs> of the day we can have yeah. brunch whatever the hell we want yeah, um buddy. But yeah, no, I, I love finding, you know, learning other people's perspectives and, and broadcasting it out there. I have the ability to do it. I like to do it. Yeah. So why not? You know, I, I'm glad that people are getting uh, value from it. It's, it's awesome. I mean, that's. And that's what I observe you do. And you said you're a meme guy. You're familiar with that, uh, the meme where it's Bilbo Baggins running out into the field, right? Yeah. So, you know, again, when we start to, like you said, and we had spoken about this earlier, when you start to really look at the construct, you know, it's almost like breadcrumbs are thrown out to us in all sorts of forms yeah. and fashions, right? And if you become more aware, you see, I think Lord of the Rings is one of the best stories. And again, you know, he goes to fight quite literally the dragon of chaos, right? Smaug, the dragon that's terrorizing yeah. the whole community. Yeah. 
So what you're doing, again, to relate it all back to that, is that broadening and surrounding. And you're giving people that opportunity yep. to capture and challenge those different thoughts in a conducive platform. That is how we grow. That's how you develop your character. It's just ironic that some of the greatest recognizable characters go through the most insane transformations, right? And they think yeah, that's, but that's why they're very recognizable because they go through it and they make it through it, right? And yeah. that's what makes them the legend, the legendary characters that they are. No, I'm not um, saying everybody has they... Sorry, Kibo. Yeah. No, no, no. I was gonna say, I, I, I don't want folks to, to think that, you know, everybody can just be the hero archetype, right? Sometimes you're not, and that's okay. Yep. But know yep. the archetype, know the personality. Yep. So that way you can adapt to the surrounding and broaden your perspective. Let's say you're having an off day because those realistically happen. You're not, and that's where I always like optimism versus positivity. Positivity is like looking at the world and going, well, everything <laughs> is great. Everything is fine, right? Well, realistically, this world, things are not really fine right now, yep. but they will be fine eventually if we yep. keep optimistic because optimism yep. breeds room for reality. Because if you don't consider reality, you're not going anywhere, right? Because there are some yep. places that we can't go yet. But if you keep working, yep. you can it, get- it, 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 it comes back to the, the whole the, the dysfunctional ego because everybody yep. wants to say, oh, I can do this, I can do that. I own this, I own this trait. Uh, I you know, like that's I mine. Do this. Yeah, yeah. Much yeah. easier to say you yeah. can do um, something, way harder to say, recognize something you can't do. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and guess what? Nobody can do everything. No. And that's why we're all here for a reason. And that's why there's a collective consciousness. Yeah. And so you talk about breadcrumbs there and I want, and, and we'll get this wrapped up pretty quickly here. And I, um, we're at 50 minutes now. Are you, are you um, for time? I'm always down to keep it going. Oh, I don't, I'm, I'm good for about 20 minutes or so. Okay. So we got uh, we can go till four ten on cool. uh, on our time. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about breathing and regulation. Talk about, to prepare for this. So let's do that. Yes, well. I do want to. I do want to talk talk about that because it's and I'll I'll <laughs> transition into there actually quite well. Um, when you talk about bread breadcrumbs, what those are are called synchronicities, and <laughs> and you know. What I find is like, it doesn't matter what side you're from. Let's say you're praying to God and you're asking for a sign. Well, open your fucking eyes and look for the sign. Don't ask for the sign if you're not going to look for it. And also don't ask for, for it with the, the um, positivity uh, mindset. Look at it with an optimistic mindset, hoping for the best, but understanding that that might not necessarily be the case and that there's um, work and so you know that. That, uh, absolutely and that's so that's perfect actually because because okay so my my awakening really um catapulted when my dad passed but i had already been doing uh reiki and energy healing for well over a year mm -hmm. and and so um the the point is, is it is a process and then it will always be a process there 
There are many people that are so much farther advanced, uh, you know, on the energetic and spiritual level that that there is absolutely no end in sight. And I don't think there ever will be, um, certainly not in this, this lifetime. Um, and, and, uh, so with my Reiki, like, so I've been, I've been able to grow with him. So my Reiki is currently, I think he's at level 23, Reiki of his Reiki mastering um, and and stuff and, and I mean it's it's hokey pokey to a lot of people I get it I don't fucking care either it worked it's worked for me and it and it works for many many others all around the world if if in your perspective reality it doesn't make sense to you that's fine that's your reality this is mine it works very well for me and it's helped me develop quite a bit yeah. from that. <laughs> I've learned a few different breathing techniques. Like, yeah. oh, don't you just breathe all day? Well, yeah, see, that's why you're unconscious because you just go about things, <laughs> doing things every breathing. fucking day. Yeah, conscious exactly. breathing. Yes. Yeah, and, and, that's, and, and that's, what I, that's what I like about it because if you really focus on it, it is the, be- the best way to get yourself present. It's funny because I watched a, we watched an episode of like uh, of Bob's Burgers like three weeks ago. And <laughs> <laughs> he Bob's starts- Burgers he, the, 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 Bob's the best. That show is so good because it's clean and it's just good. It's good, good quality humor. Um, but he, Bob starts meditating and he's like, and, 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 and what he does, like the guy that teaches him to meditate, um, I think it was Mort, his next door, next door neighbor. Um, but he is like, just focus on breathing. Yeah. And that's what you do. That's that's because if you focus on breathing, you're focusing on that present moment. And that's what I like about breathing, the breath work exercises and breathing techniques is it forces you to be present. Um, and so from my Reiki, one of the things I've learned was um, infinity breathing. Cool. So that's eight seconds, eight seconds in, hold for three seconds, eight seconds out hold for three seconds, but when, you, uh, when you're at the exhale stage, when you have your eyes closed, since typically you're doing this with your eyes closed, you practice roll it? your eyes so you, or we can if you'd like. Yeah, let's do it, I'm in. Cause I gotta, I've got a whole bunch of different, different ways of, of doing it. So you close yeah. your eyes, okay. right? Breathe in for eight seconds. Hold for three. Slow exhale for eight seconds. And then roll your eyes and look up at your pineal gland. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Now you do that for, you do that eight times. And that's what I do to get myself prepared for a Reiki session with Donald. And, and as you get better at it, as you progress at it, um, envision your pineal gland expanding into a lotus flower um, of um, indigo color, because uh, that's the lining into your chakras and stuff like that. Um, that is my go-to for, for breath work. Um, 
another good technique is box breathing, which I'm sure you probably know of as it's a pretty common one. It's four seconds in, four second hold, four second exhale, four second hold, right? Yeah. Um, my, my dad taught me that one actually, fuck man, last Friday I was doing a, my morning meditation and I, and because my dad taught me box breathing, I, I was doing it and I'm like, I'm like, oh, I should try and channel, channel my dad. And I'm like, I haven't done, I haven't like channel, I haven't really had any success with that. And I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. I, I had a good try. I had a good try. It was fun. Um, but it was, it was awesome. It was such a, yeah, it's a really cool experience. And, and, and it was just, it was, it was a littlest taste. It was a breadcrumb, if you will. It was a little, you know, this tiniest little taste of what it was like, because as soon as he said, like, he said, hello, my son, which is what he would say to me. if I, if I called him and he said, you know, I sure am proud of you. And I was just like, I'm like, oh my like, oh god! And after that, obviously, the channeling ended, and that was that was that. But it was it gave me motivation to do that more. You know, like it's it's like doing drugs, but like you know, chasing the dragon. But the thing is, is there's always a new, cool dragon that comes up. You always get better. You always level yeah. yourself yourself up more and more and more. Um, but yeah, so that that's so we've done infinity breathing, box breathing. Uh, another really good one um, is uh, gamma breathing. Gamma uh, yeah. is the gamma gamma breathing. Gamma is the yeah. highest. It's the highest energy level, right? Um, and just so you know, as while we're talking about it, the highest frequency of the human being is love and compassion. So the fill your heart and your head and with love and compassion um, and you will always be vibrating at a high level but gamma breathing is uh three seconds in three seconds out in through your nose out through your mouth in through your nose out through your nose in through your mouth out through your nose in through your mouth out through your mouth so you're going through the a four rotation uh, of that. If you, I've done that like after a Reiki session in a salt bath, oh, like literally vibrating. When I say gamma breathing, it will, it will increase your energy. If you do that for 10, 15 minutes, like straight, it can get confusing because you're like, did I just breathe in through my, my nose or out through my mouth? And, you know, um, but you, again, practice makes perfect. You know, infinity breathing, it was it used to be impossible for me to get through eight breaths of eight seconds in, three second hold, eight second out, three seconds. Now I just, with my meditation, I'll, I'll just, that's how I breathe. It just happens naturally yeah. now. Isn't it funny how that happens, eh? Yeah, Our body kind of, when we start to... And, Jeff talked about this, the other guy. I really want to hit home with this here. And it's everything that you're talking about. So let's touch on the psilocybin thing real quick as well. Okay. I don't have any experience with it myself. I've never done mushrooms um, mm -hmm. or microdosed or anything like that. So I can't mm -hmm. say from a personal experience, uh, it's benefit. However, I've definitely observed uh, people close to me who have talked about it. And, you know, mm -hmm. I approach things, even though it, you know, I've never experimented with myself. Mm -hmm. I can get a sense that people are really, especially now that the science is going into showing what's actually happening. It's all regulatory stuff, right? So the same thing with the mm -hmm. breathing, um, whether it's CBD or psilocybin, 
whenever you recognize you need to do in your object, hold on, let me make sure I get this right. Whatever you need to do in your objective reality, your subjective reality to make the objective reality better, gotcha. yep. go for it, right? And mm -hmm. I think that when we do that, we're priming ourselves. And I mentioned yeah. that to Jeff the other day when he was saying like, you know, I want to get in the ring at 55, right? And I want to do that. Dude, that's the goal right there. That motivation, that's priming, right? We talk a lot about that in therapy. Yep. We're priming, we're front loading. You're putting the energy out there yes. to allow it to manifest itself into reality. But trauma-informed and biologically speaking as well, you're priming your entire mm -hmm. body system to prepare for the exploration of that goal or that determination. Yeah. So if you're going to go, you know, climb a mount, for example, and, or run a marathon, and you know that it's a 15K or, or whatever, for me, 15K running, biking, I can do that no problem. Running, yeah. not so much. <laughs> but, no. you know, for no folks, folks that do yeah, yeah, when you start to do that, you're not just priming your mind, but because we know that there's an entire mind-body connection, we can talk about this in another session for sure, because I think it's so important. And it goes with those specs, right? We've got your spiritual, physical, emotional, cognitive, sorry, social, physical, emotional, cognitive, and spiritual elements of life. When you start to consciously become aware of what you're working towards, you're priming yourself in your mind, but you're preparing your body to prime for that exploration as well. So if it's a 15 or that you're about to run and you start thinking about and visualizing, you know, what that run is going to be like, what yep. your form is, your body starts to unconsciously or subconsciously uh, begin to adapt and prepare because it knows, the body knows, it's got its own consciousness or its own internal clock, so to speak. It knows what you're about to go. Mm -hmm. So it's going to start priming itself for that, engagement of that goal and i think if more people take that time and again what you're doing you're helping people i think deal with physical pain deal with uh nutritional pain you know maybe they've got a crap diet or they're using crap water or whatever it is right you're mm -hmm. helping people prime the body so they can you're kind of working at it opposite which is so cool i'm going okay prime your mind so your body can prepare you're going to prepare the body so the mind can prime doesn't matter you're still priming and i think that's the key right there well yeah do, do do both at once and you'll you'll achieve you'll get there quicker um <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. That. you'll become a yeah. jedi knight no problem yeah, you know, <laughs> well the good you know the, that's that's cool that you say that because i mean i, I one i i appreciate the compliment and and um I look at it as a serious opportunity for us to really work together um, on both sides of it. Um, you know, so one of my goals in the you know next couple of years, when some of my tinfoil hat wearing investments start taking off, or when while while um, see my CBD business uh, takes off, um, we'll. Uh, <laughs> Uh, while that takes off, I'm going to, I, I, or when it takes off, I'm, I'm, I want to open a healing clinic and the healing is going to be plant-based, uh, energy, sound, light, frequency healing. We'll have med beds, uh, Faraday awesome. cages, magnet healing, gong healing, uh, Whatever. retreats, oh. you know, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, like we'll have, like I said, different plant-based medicine ways of doing things. And, you know, the, what I find in plant-based medicine is is the steroids to your metaphysical body. Um, can you reach the metaphysical state without plant-based medicine? Absolutely. But certainly helps. Uh, you want to get there quicker, which we live. Uh, yeah. And, but, but don't go out there thinking you're going to be able to fucking handle all this stuff yourself. This is why there are shamans. This is, there are people that are trained to do this properly. Um, yeah. Actual practitioners. Like I've had, um, a f it was a few weeks back. I had a guy named Tilo into my office. He's a 15 year, 15 year shaman. Uh, he brought his dude. It was fucking cool. That is awesome. Well, he yeah. brought his didgeridoo in. He brought he brought uh, wood flutes that are tuned to different frequencies and stuff like that. He's got one that is tuned to four thirty two, which is the the love the heart frequency. So cool. Um, but you know, all, all of this stuff, like all of these types of things, they they are are I want to have uh, as a readily available way of of treatment. So this yeah. is something that we're gonna bookmark this whole podcast and be like, <laughs> yeah, and we're like, oh yeah, I remember back. <laughs> we talked we, we, when we talked about this when we, when we put the intention and energy up there just like just like Jeff did you know with, yeah. with wanting to be a, a fighter by 55 right you know so yeah. by 2025 and Jeff we'll have still our, our... So that's sick you know again because of that whole prime yeah bro uh, yeah yep no, it, it, exactly. You, you prime yourself. And, and I mean, you know, this is, again, why we're, I think we're in such a crazy time because we were all primed at a young age to be controlled in the way that we do. And I, I look forward to an education system where we, we educate people based on their strengths. Our education system is essentially a matter of, uh, of memorizing. You know, you get graded on, on memorizing history, not learning history is what happened so that we don't fucking do it again. Yeah. But, you know, the, the way that our, our education, system, I mean, this is diagnosed, misdiagnosed, I would say, as ADD, ADHD, you know, Asperger's and, and, and stuff like that. It's not that they're misdiagnosed. It's just that they're mistreated. We, we, we don't, they're, they're, I, I look at kids that get, the, that get um, categorized with, the, with these ailments of super, superheroes. They, okay, you're, you're a comic book guy. Mm -hmm. It's like Superman being on the planet, planet Krypton. He's at his home, so none of his superpowers work. Yeah. And it is a, the, the world that we live in, a lot of people's super, superpowers aren't, don't work here. It's very, uh, I don't want to say oppressive, but it's suppressive. Yeah, and yeah. exactly. Suppressive is a perfect word to say it because one of the things that I look forward to is the energy healing technologies that, that are coming out. Some people will say they're oppressed, but they are suppressed. They're 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 out there. You can you can find them. Um, I uh, I good friend some good friends of mine. I know the whole family, so I couldn't didn't know how to say that. Um, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, their mom was just diagnosed with cancer, re-diagnosed with cancer, and our modern science says it's inoperable. So that was that essentially to them. Yeah. But they're going to go down to Mexico because in Mexico, 
there's tons of different healing uh, clinics down there that are using magnet healing, energy healing. Um, do you know who Santos Bonacci is? No, no, I don't. Oh, yeah. dude, he's right up your alley. I think you'd really, yeah, yeah, you'd really like you'd like Santos Fenacci, um, because he talks about the energy healing and stuff like that. But you also do need to look up David Wilcock, um, because I watched a documentary of his called The Cosmic Secret. It's funny because he's actually live right now. David Wilcock is live right now. I got an email just before I came on here. He's like, oh, I'm going live at 3 p.m. Pacific. I'm like, I got better shit to do. Um, <laughs> but uh, this guy, uh, he this co the Cosmic Secret, I fucking... The... <sighs> He's got some wild ass theories, man, but it'll make you look at Star Wars a whole different way. I'm like, oh, wow, this movie wasn't science fiction. It's nonfiction. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, I, I would say it's, it's religion. It's Taoism is what it is. I'm yeah, not I, you're, I, you're too familiar with Taoism, but. Well, he, he talks a lot about alien stuff, uh, <laughs> interstellar civilizations, if you will. Yeah. Um, he talks a lot about Pleiadians and Arcturians and stuff like that. Um, it's, I mean, I, I'm a believer in it, that there are other um, species out there. I think it's, it's oh, yeah. very, I'll I, that for sure. I personally believe it's limiting to think that there aren't. Um, I, I believe there's a whole other world out there. Um, and, and well, it's, it's our constructive worldview that we are hey, yeah. we're the only people here. It feels safe. Right. And if you are the creator of your own reality, who the fuck am I to say that you're wrong? Yeah. No one is in, in any position to say what's, what's right and wrong about what's going on out there. Uh, no one. So yeah. I like to, you know, think with a very open mind and a lot of what is said with these star seed type of things and, and whatnot resonates with me quite a bit. Like I get the, I get a Galactic Federation email every day. Um, and actually I had one yesterday and we'll wrap it up with this because actually uh, it, it had a... Um, I, I can't remember the, the name of the person that was the, was being channeled, but it, it said, talks about your dream of truth. And I was like, oh, fuck. That. Okay, hold on. Let, let me see if I get this right. But basically, it's your, your, your dream uh, of the truth of why we're here. Yeah. And you, you, you switch your paradigm, you switch your frequency to that, and that priming just happens it yeah. starts to happen naturally and it's it's really i mean because i believe that you know the we deserve the best we all deserve the best that that is available to us yeah everything that we're inventing is already exists we just haven't figured it out yet yeah. you know and, and so it's it's me i don't know for me that makes me think a lot more Whereas everything else is very limiting. That is, we've got it all figured out and you know, this is the way it's going to be. And that's, that sucks for, because I see the way things are going for people that think that way. And it's yeah. that's not often good, confused. but for me. Yeah. That's often confused. I think with, uh, I hear that a lot. You know, when I talk about Maslow's hierarchy of need and that self-actualized state, you know, often, 
you know, and I'm not just talking like clients I work with, but people in general, you're like, well, I've achieved the state. And it's like, as soon as you think that you've achieved the state, you actually haven't achieved the state because the state is a yep. motion, right? The point of actualization, yeah. kind of like the mountain peak. You know, when you usually climb a mountain, what do you see more of? More bloody mountains, right? And that's kind of mm-hmm. you know, a bit of an existential perspective, but there's always, the point is, is there's always something to be learned. There's always something to be climbed, something to conquer, right? And the more that you climb and conquer, I have to hit home voluntarily, you know, you don't ever want to just throw mm-hmm. somebody into the, the, you know, the fires of chaos, so nope. to speak, and go, okay, deal with it. It has to be done voluntarily, especially therapeutically. But I think... Because uh, everybody's, everybody's got their own, their own path, their own journey. And yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's not right for you to put anyone where they're not supposed to be. Because yeah. where you, you are in this exact moment is exactly where you're supposed to be. What you know, and what you learn from that is to, to be determined, and how your future goes depends on how you learn from where you're at, and so on and so forth. But um, well, that's. Can I leave you with one last quote? Please. There's a personal quote, so it's you know I think it's a good caveat. For what good, we- I'll leave you with one of my personals. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, by voluntarily confronting life we bring into being the development of self and the expression of our unique personality. Man, that's so much better than my quote. <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it. No, uh, no, no, that was very, it was just, it was very well worded. Um, my, my, mine is care about your, care about your past, don't carry your past because that's, uh, and like, you know, it's, it's important to learn. Yeah, well, exactly. It's a balance, right? You know, it's, remembering and learning from the situation that you went through so you don't go through the same situation again but not carrying it forward with you um and and i think that what made me come up with that is just is is applying it to both sides of things like i there's a lot of people that carry their their positive past oh i did i used to do this or i did this in my past and it's like yeah. cool man what are you doing now <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. but um, and now that's so- yeah this is this has been great dude um i'm really looking forward to doing this again yeah. um i i think that we, if we schedule out and write down you know a few different points that we want to talk on i think we'd be able to come up with either a weekly or bi-weekly episode no problem i think it'd be a lot of fun i love that that would be, yeah, be fantastic great. yeah and, and hey, one of these I days i'll have you, you for- I'll What's have that? you in. We'll, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll do an episode. We'll call it uh, Between Two Bills. Between <laughs> Two Bills. But those chairs look comfy too. Right on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they're all right. They're all right. Right on, buddy. No, I appreciate it, Shane. And again, you know, man, I'm, I'm glad that we've, uh, we've been able to develop a personal relationship. Uh, and now we're transitioning into this kind of, you know, practitioner. I, I don't want to go. I don't know what your regulation standards are for what you do, but, you know, we're develop. We're helping people. We're developing our business side of ourselves, but yeah. we're carrying all of that experience, relations, yeah. things that we've gone through to do it. And man, I think you. Yeah, I can't hit home. Anybody in your position, anybody that's out there that's doing their best to help people, like you said yesterday, you know, especially between men, I think that it's just it's such a a needing a needful time right now for people to start to come together. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I, I mean, it, I mean, it's I appreciate that. I, I, I want to, um, 
give you a, a, a plug here. Um, so with your work, oh, yeah. uh, you, you, what, everything that you do, and, and I want you to post this in the comments so people have the, the link that, so they can just go and click on it because this type of thing, you know, you don't want to push people to do something that they're not ready to do or don't want to do. Volunteer. But at the same time, yeah. you got you, you to drop those crumbs everywhere you can. Yeah, I'll be handled. Hope the people. <laughs> yeah, this yeah. used to be a bunch of ducks and geese following you. <laughs> <laughs> those are nasty buggies. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I'll definitely do that. Uh, and I, I wish I had more to promote at this point, but, uh, you know, you and I have been chatting and, and you know, I the 16 week program that I've developed. So, folks, I guess the plug is if folks have enjoyed this kind of chat, um, yeah, I'm hoping within the next, you know, six months here once i get certified uh, i'll be able to actually start doing this therapeutically but yeah i want to start putting the content out there getting a gauge of do people benefit from this um but if people want these slides that i've got or anything or you just want to shoot the breeze and ideas uh the rec guy rt at gmail.com send me an email and yeah i'm happy to share thoughts and, and things you froze again oh no